Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Damn, our country's beautiful. Canada, happy Thanksgiving, America, and Merry Christmas, Buffalo. Hey, hey. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Episode 63. Of uh, your favorite football podcast, wherever you're listening around the world, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, ciao, and baragam. Bet you never thought you'd learn some Sri Lankan on our show, but you know what? We're full of surprises. Just like those Buffalo Bills. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. What a game yesterday. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, if you uh, look at your license card and it says America on it, and to the rest of us Canadians that are just... Uh, Thanksgiving connoisseurs. Hey, Weird Mike. Yeah, I'd say that uh, Weird Mike's crew is uh, into American Thanksgiving more than the average <laughs> Canadian. Even more so than Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, way more. Big time. Um, yeah. Heck of a few games. Uh, we're back from driving across the country. Uh, it was a ton of fun out, uh, out in the mountains. I thought I, thought I was going to be doing the drive alone like the way I did out there. Weird Mike calls me up. He's like, the Great Cups in Calgary. Never seen the mountains. Why the hell not? Talk about it. Uh, and he doesn't just talk about it. He did it. Flew out there. And uh, yeah, sure. I wanted to, you know, kill him a few times. Does some heavy breathing. <laughs> For the record, folks, John Denver is not full of shit. <laughs> Absolutely spectacular. Checked off a couple of uh, life lists. Yep. Including, uh, I know you, some of you guys saw it out there. Our uh, Insta followers uh, drank some glacier water. Yeah, you did. You, yeah, I know. I saw the video. When I was about to leave from Kamloops to meet you in Calgary, I see the video, and I'm thinking two things. Like, one, I'm changing the fucking password. <laughs> two, I bet this guy is screaming into the phone as he's doing this. He's about to check us out on uh, Instagram, folks, at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. If you can't spell that, I'm surprised you found the show. Uh, and I bet he's just screaming into this phone. I bet there's other people around this nice like glacier lake also touring about. I, uh, I, f- I didn't concern myself with anything other than myself no, at no, that no, moment just... and let out a great bellow <laughs> across this mountain lake. Yeah. And it was the moment I was searching for. You were fired up, man. And it looked na- totally. It's okay. It was, it was a nice, natural fired up. We got Look Who's Talkers on every corner of this globe. Right. And they've done some funky, weird shit. And, you know, they've been checking off that life list one at a time. And, you know, we encourage that here on this show. Sure. How was the water, by the way? Um, so as I walked down to the water's edge, uh, I asked what I thought to be a local. It was a guy walking a dog. Yeah, figured yeah. he was there for some stretch of time. Sure. And uh, he told me not to do it. <laughs> and that if I did, I would get the runs. <laughs> and uh, I did. And I did. <laughs> Okay, so, you know. Thanks, man. Um, well, it happened. Yeah, yeah, it did. By the way, folks, uh, if Weird Mike hasn't absolutely grossed you out in the first eight and a half minutes of a Look Who's Talking episode, it's not a Look Who's Talking episode. Uh, but uh, you got some bacteria in the water. You got to build up that immune system. I think I've drank from about 77 lakes at least. You know, I instantly thought of you. I'm like, this guy, yeah, he's been in lakes and pond. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you call them? Uh, bays and lagoons. Sure. And, oh, jeez. Man-made Louise. lagoons in Ontario Place and uh, Ocean Kingdom in Zhuhai, China. You accidentally drink the water when you're barefoot and flyboarded. You know what? 
That's SWS, baby. That's what we do. So mad respect <laughs> Drink to the lake. fly borders <laughs> immune systems. Drink the lake. But yeah. Drink the lake. Yeah, man. Especially as a kid. It'll make you be able to drink any lake. You just, you're going to get sick as a kid. Uh, but that's, that's what happens. Good time at the, at the Great Cup in Calgary. Oh, yeah. I mean, folks, if you've, uh, if you've never been to a Great Cup, go. Ton of fun. Holy shit. Uh, or like even just the city that's in. It was in Calgary. It was a great time. Small city. Uh, Small. But no matter who is ever playing in the Grey Cup, Saskatchewan wins the Grey Cup. Every year. Every year. My word. Hashtag Rider Nation. Holy shit. We were like it was gangrene. It was Hamilton versus Winnipeg, and there was three times the amount of Rider fans having their own pavilions and parties and Rider Nation only and just, wow. It's, it's jokes when you're from Ontario and you think about Saskatchewan and you think about it like the whole province has a population probably of like, you know. The apartment couple, building I grew up in? Right, like a couple hundred thousand. And they were all in Calgary. Oh, all of them. They had one party at the convention center and it was one of the biggest things I've ever seen. And it was all green. And the, the drunkest people I've ever seen. It was like a, a whole bunch of people gave. And, and I, I built season tickets with Nolan for like five years. You know, we go with Royal every, all the time. It was like somebody gave Bill's fans vodka. <laughs> Speaking of gangrene and Royal, he's got uh, four Bill's ticks up for grabs. Last game of the season. Could be a hot game. Yeah, sure. Giddy up. Uh, at Hughes Talking. Uh, hit us up on DMs. We'll try to coordinate with some tickets. You know what? We're reaching a lot of different levels uh, lately. So sure. We'll hook you up with some tickets, too. Absolutely. We'll be Look Who's Talking Hub. Um, more cash, more cursing. Get That's what you're going to get out of us. Uh, we tried to get into the Grey Cup, yeah. and there wasn't a scalper in town. Weird Mike's got a pocket full of cash from a decent <laughs> night out, and I'm looking to get some late second quarter tickets. Because we're watching my, Dallas New England. Yeah, because I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> right. Even though that game stunk, it was absolutely breathtaking. <laughs> right. So we try to roll up to McMahon Stadium. I tried to sneak us onto the field to check Keith Urban's halftime show. Yes, you did. We got busted on the last guy in. Yep. Damn, it almost happened. Like, as in, like, the line of kids? There was adults. It wasn't Those just... were the teachers. Those were the teachers. There was, like, a, 120 kids, teenagers, and, yes, some adults. Looked like a couple parents. In a big dual line that had been organized, trying to get into the stadium to be the fans for halftime, like to wave the lights in the air. And Weird Mike, with his hands in his pockets, and like a, a, a one of the faster walks I've actually seen you do that weekend. That was one other complaint I had of our time together. Mike walks like, a, uh, like Eeyore on two legs. <laughs> Folks, this always happens. He introduces the action of Weird Mike, and it gets... Negatively construed. <laughs> I like to saunter when I'm on holidays. Okay? And it was a holiday for me. Sure. Uh, you're speed walking through the streets of Calgary. Well, I'm trying to take notice of this fascinatingly bizarre art Bro. that seems to be everywhere in Calgary. That and buildings from 1982. We, we got lapped by people in walkers. All right? You walk like you're... Weird Mike walks like he's always... Doing a limbo that's one foot shorter than he is. You know, like, just this, like, arch. 
He spreads his feet out wide. He opens up the groins or whatever you call those in Italian. You know, the granoinos. Cazzos. There you go. <laughs> and then does this little like, like he's a, like a walking lazy boy. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, we, like, first of all, we are trying to go somewhere. And, and I'm not speed walking. I'm walking at a normal pace. But I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. We just, you know, we, we were late for the game. A uh, good weird Mike holiday includes two bellows and one saunter. Yo, that your bellow also surprised me. Okay, I've heard his bellow before, and uh, yeah, which one? The one, the one in you're one in Vegas. And as a guy with your stature, you know, like a, you're a man, a manly looking man, a lot of hair, you know, a good bellowing atrium, you know, uh, below your tatas, you know, uh, and Renzo, like your dad, you come from a good bellower, I think. Yeah, he's been known. Your bellow is somewhat uh, feminine, you know. It's so, like a like a like an opera lady without the tone. So the lake bellow, the microphone didn't accurately capture the moment. Yeah, and the Las Vegas bellow sounded like a lady because there was a lady <laughs> right. involved. Right. So right, you know, just remember that, folks. Yeah, the Indonesian holding the phone for the video. <laughs> Are you sure that's all you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 bucks. Just hold that. FYI, folks, if you ever come to Centennial Students Studios, do not open my iPhone 5. Right. Okay? Yes. Uh, anyway, and, and I also know two of our Look Who's Talkers, the best bellowers I've ever heard. Corey Lesniewski, Kevin O'Neill. Okay? They've had a bellow-off at our Christmas party. A bellow-off. And it's, it gets intense. Not to be confused with another Look Who's Talker, Andre Bellow. <laughs> <laughs> also a good bellowing atrium, you know? Uh, Spitting Bronco Fire, shout out to Andre. Sorry, we called it. But uh, a bunch of our Lucas Talkers were at the game. Broncos, Bills. But back to the Bills. Uh, I'm just going to drop, uh, I'm going to give Calgary the whole thing. Alberta, 5.8 <laughs> out of 10. It was great. It was, no, it wasn't great. It was 5.8 <laughs> out of 10. The city's dated. Uh, and uh, that's a little... Teaser to my uh, later on. You know, what if you had told me that you were going to give Calgary a 5.8, I wouldn't have let you take a picture in front of every statue over two meters tall. Well, I reviewed the pictures and (laughs) came to that summarization. Right. Um, Yeah, back to the Bills. Headline, stop burying the lead. Calgary 8.1. Great city. Love it. Uh, Also, uh, the Stampeders. Anyway, it's awesome. Uh, Yeah, okay. Bills, in the most watched Thanksgiving game... In 27 years, 32.5 million people watched the Bills crush Dem Cowboys and watched Jason Garrett eat his own face on camera. There must be a conspiracy going on between all the TV networks of the last five, six years, or he just never does anything or ever says anything to, any, anything to anybody. He's never talking to his coaches. He's never talking to his players. He's never even talking into his headset. He just removes the microphone from his headset for a little bit and spits. That's the only thing I have ever seen him do during a game. And this isn't baseball, where you're just deciding when to take out the starting pitcher. You actually have shit to do as the head coach of the team. In some capacity. Every 40 seconds. Sure. Something. Even even if you don't. Even if if you've delegated everything to your coordinators. Good God, man. So it's been established that, you know, he's one of these guys that 
people like to rag on. Sure. The media, the fans. I think it's warranted. No, yeah, and and the networks are getting behind that. <laughs> I guess so. And not showing him in any positive light. Like, are you telling me sometimes he's actually just coaching of up his players? Of course he is. You've heard some people say good things but, about him. But by coming. Witten, Irving. You know, I know Troy Aikman doesn't like him. No. But, you know. But, Michael, we watch a lot of football, man. Can you actually right now recall any time ever where you've seen him? I don't need to. Talking you know to why? any of his players. Because hashtag fuck Dallas. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Centennial Studios. Oh, baby. And all those people who won money on the bills. Tasty money line. Very tasty. Very tasty on American Thanksgiving. Extra gravy. Spread. Everything. Rushing touchdowns, passing you, everything went over for the Bills yesterday. Yep. It was beautiful. The only thing that didn't go over, okay, Ezekiel Elliott, little props for you. Thanksgiving props is so much fun. Yes, it is. We had, I had a uh, winner in the night game, and uh, Zeke had 54 yards rushing in the first quarter, okay? First quarter. He broke out a couple big ones. Then they did barely ran him the rest of the game. Yes, I know they were losing, but if they had ran him more in the second or third quarter, all he needed was 88 and a half yards to go over. Uh, he got 17 yards the rest of the game. Definitely helped them con- con- helped contribute to them losing. Fuck you, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, like Garrett. Even when they were down 16, it was it seemed more than it was. It was still a two score game technically, mm-hmm. and they just abandoned like a top three and, rush. And that's exactly what the Buffalo wanted them to do. That's exactly what they wanted them to do. They so. were down by six points, and they b- abandoned the run. Hey, here's our best weapon. You know what? Let's put the game all in Dak's hands. And let me tell you something, okay? As, a, as an old Bills fan from back in the day, I'm looking at those two quarterbacks on that field. And I'm sure maybe you were too. Which one do you want for the future? Which one do you, would, do, would you want to pay $200 million and be like, all right, man, you're my guy? I'm so happy that Josh Allen, not Dak Prescott, is the guy the Bills are going to pay. Whatever, a couple years down the line, whenever the hell his contract's up, that's the guy. I'm not saying he's the shit. He's not the new Tom Brady, okay? I don't know. He's got a really high ceiling, and we proposed to him on this show. We've not been right about everything, all right? Missed the boat on the Niners a bit this year and a couple of other things. But two years ago, after they got drafted, we were right about Josh Allen and a couple other things in that episode. Cortland Sutton, right off the bat, second-year wide receiver out of SMU, we called it. But uh, when they drafted the guy, that this Wyoming uh, farm tank, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Wyoming farm tank, I like that. Uh, We said this is a a high ceiling, and we proposed. Well, yesterday was the wedding day, okay? This project came to fruition yesterday. His QBR, 120. Okay? He played a great game. And here's the thing. The Bills, uh, when we got our coach, Sean McDermott, he was the defensive coordinator of the Super Bowl losing Carolina Panthers team. That team that was 13-0, looking great. 15-1. Sorry, 15-1, yep. 13-0 until they lost. Yep. I believe it was Atlanta. Uh, It's always the division game that gets you. But uh, they had a great defense. And they could run the ball. And they, but they were able to threaten deep. Cam Newton can throw the ball far, accurately. And they just d- didn't do it a lot. That wasn't in the game plan. They were going to run the ball. 
They were going to, you know, play safe football, try not to, to, try not to cut, let, give the ball away at all. Also, he's got Cam Newton, this 6'7 truck of a man. Maybe 6'8". He's huge. And so is the Wyoming farm tank. So when they were looking at all those quarterbacks in the draft, and they had those two picks, in 21 and 22, uh, and they only ever even actually had to, to trade one of them to move all the way up to seven to draft their white Cam Newton. We get their defensive coordinator. He comes over. He's like, I want a guy. Because if you, he wants a guy that's, that's big and thick. And so is he's he, not going to get hurt. Is he whiter or just newer? Well, he's whiter. He's from Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as I watched that game yesterday, the parallel is uncanny. Yeah. From Allen to Cam. Same type of guy. But I watched at the end of that game, Allen take a bite out of that turkey. And I realized that this, this guy, this kid... This Wyoming farm tank <laughs> just realized, like, we talk about checklist, lifeless earlier. That was one of his, man. Oh, yeah. This guy, you know, was all in every American Thanksgiving living on a farm in Wyoming because that's what you did. <laughs> you know, you didn't have every other day off. You didn't have weekends. Right. You had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Right. Yeah, this, he didn't grow up in New York, yeah. where like every day could be a holiday. Not Thanksgiving, and he's from Wyoming. And I bet the entire Allen family is still drunk. Absolutely. I hope they are. They burned the barn down last night. Because when he took a bite out of that bird at center field on that star, that was, that was he made it. And that confidence is going to serve him well. Yep. Down the immediate future. And the long term. It's going to help him this year, maybe win another game or two that he shouldn't. I like, I like how he didn't even know what to say, really. He's like, and not because he's like an idiot, but it was almost like, he reminded me of Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. But I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, like, almost like, I, I don't know what to do with this chicken leg, <laughs> or the turkey leg. He, he was so focused on just winning the game, it wasn't like the moment was too big for him, but he just came across really likable. His teammates come over, he's like, yeah, have a bite. Like, woo, we're 9-3, and three. go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Folks, if you're having yourself, you know, a little bit of a hard time this holiday season, some traffic, some rough crowds at the mall, you know, work didn't go your way that day, just remember you're living in a world where the Buffalo Bills are 9-3 and three, <laughs> and anything is possible. And that day could be turned around in a moment. Okay? So keep your heads high, Bills Mafia. You know what? We love you. For all of our Look Who's Talkers that, like, know you personally, you know? Mm. I bet that's the most, and they, if they're Bills fans, I bet that's the most they've ever liked you. <laughs> right there, that moment. You know, Phil Nolan's thinking like, all right, Mike, you just made me feel good. You know, like in a way you really haven't touched me before. <laughs> uh, oh, baby. Uh, Cowboys in trouble. Uh, I think I just, they're, I'm impressed with Jerry. They put together a great team. Everyone always bags him for being this owner GM. Hey, in my mind, in my opinion, besides quarterback, he's put together an incredible team. Made one mistake, though. I'm watching Cole Beasley yesterday run these nice, precise routes like a, like a poor man's Wes Welker. And he had this two-year relationship with Dak, right? And then he three. wants three years. He wants, he, he wants some money. You let him walk. And then you signed Randall Cobb to do the same thing. Sure, yeah, Cobb's maybe a better athlete. You know, he's black. <laughs> Two thoughts on that. But, like, he had a relationship with Dak. They did the jersey swap after the game. Oh, like, really? I didn't yeah, see they're that. They're buddies. And, like, that relationship's hard to mimic. When Jordy Nelson wanted money and they let him go to the Raiders, apparently the Packers were right, he was done. But 
Rodgers is pissed because you're signing some guy, paying him basically almost the same money to do the same thing, and you're like, oh, he's a bit better, he's a bit younger. Yeah, but I don't know him. He doesn't yeah. come over, you know, to have a couple of Budweiser's to watch college football, and we talk routes because I like him. He's met my kids. Anyway. So, yo, two thoughts there. They should have kept Beasley. Those, they should have kept Beasley because... Thank you for him, by the way. The guy, four years... Four state titles in Dallas, yeah. grew up, goes to SMU, downtown Dallas, couple records, four-year starter, gets drafted by the Cowboys, good years with the Cowboys, scorned by the Cowboys, yeah. returns on Thanksgiving to face the Cowboys. Career day. We nutted up on him. He wind up scoring the first touchdown for the Bills, not the game. We had that. Receptions over, pass over, everything over Beasley. We were all over it. Yep. And the second thing is, uh, I think Randall Cobb and Dak Prescott kind of look alike. <laughs> As you said that, I didn't think that that's who they brought in to replace Beasley, but, you know, ipso facto. So imagine you're Dak, the- you come in, you know, you're at like a charity golf tournament or something, and they replaced your best friend with this mini you. <laughs> you're like touching him, like, hey. <laughs> Yo, before we wrap up the, the lead here, if the, if the Cowboys, if Jerry fires... Garrett, at the end of the year. Let's say Dallas wins the division 9-7. and seven, Yeah. Probably will. At so. that, like a poor record. Uh, Eagles are, anyway. You'll- if they win the division, uh, again, fourth time in fifth years, there's going to be a precedent set, a precedent, where like now it's okay to fire coaches who are still doing well. Uh, you want to have that higher expectation, you know? Like you, 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 you want that ceiling to be leap. higher. So, like, what happened with the Raptors and Nick Nurse, Dwayne Casey, winning division titles, top seeds in conferences, coach of the year, uh, franchise records. See ya. Later. Yeah. If you know your ceiling isn't where you want, like Andy Reid and Alex Smith. Yeah, winning the division. You know what? Can't beat the four best teams in the league. Won the division. They were, what, 13-3? and See you later. I'm drafting Patrick Mahomes in the first round. You anyway, gotta know your no. So I know ceiling. that coaches, even that have success, aren't always safe. Give as well. me that higher love. I'm just saying, there's a new shift. There's a new paradigm that yeah. you don't have to. No, if you're w- winning, it doesn't mean you're right. always safe. Apparently, in Cincinnati, they didn't get that memo because Marvin Lewis would look at them for like 11 years and be like, above 500. Jeff Fisher rule, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man. A uh, lot of good games this weekend. Uh, we're going to get to all of them because we're, uh, we're doing another pools ticket. And uh, you guys loved that last week. We heard about it. We didn't win it because the fucking Jets screwed us. And, more uh, cash, more cursing. Yeah. Also, big shout out to uh, at Team I Will. They had their Super Bowl raffle. And uh, we were proud to partner up with them this year. Uh, they were giving away a big VIP package down to Miami. And look who's talkers actually bought over a thousand bucks worth of tickets. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to uh, Chris McElhaney, Christian Hernandez, Ponikvar, uh, Ponikvar, coach the, of the coach Junior Crusaders, Bar. and a couple other Lucas talkers. Uh, Weird Mike bought a couple. A couple people that we don't even know. Uh, Rob told me. Yeah. That's so, awesome. There you go. Whoever you are listening, uh, Vonnegut. <laughs> Yo, Morrison's the guy who won our tickets. Yeah, yeah. Probably lucky he didn't win it because I'd be camped out on his lawn in Newmarket, <laughs> and it's getting pretty cold, you know? Oh, God. Uh, it's a new market nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, pools though. I'm, I'm about it. We're gonna spike it. There's a. We're gonna do it every week. Yep. Until this season ends, and we're gonna spike it. Let's go. We're gonna spike it. Uh, might not be this week, but it's gonna happen. Hopefully, it is this week. This week's actually. There's three less games on the docket. Yep. Because of American Thanksgiving slash my ninth favorite day of the year. Yeah. By the way, Weird Mike is the way it likes to give away random numbered stats like that. We were going to make point spreads in Calgary, and he randomly looks at me as we're sipping our Tim Hortons coffees, which had like a half an hour line in some weird office building. Get more Tim Hortons, Calgary. It, it was weird. 5.8. Uh, <laughs> he looks at me as I'm like, yeah, what, I don't know. What do you think about this? You know, the, the Bengals or whatever, you know, Bengals Steelers. He's like, did you know Calgary has the 17th largest Chinatown? In all of Canada? I look at him, I'm like, first of all, there's no way that, like, you know that. <laughs> Second of all, what? <laughs> it was a block and a half. Yeah, weird Mike's pumped sometimes to get think of an opinion and then just decide it's a fact. <laughs> like, he... There's he, no way it cracks We had 10. these two tour buses outside of our hotel, and he just looks at them, and he's like, those are probably uh, Keith Urban's tour buses. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we were staying at the Delta. There's right. not too many places nicer right. than well, Delta. But, but I mean, it, it, could, it could be a lot of people, right? And then, Such as? I don't know, tour companies <laughs> that are going to the Grey Cup. And he decides we're in the elevator. We get in with these, like, obviously women that, look, that work for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And he's like, and, you know, we're making some small talk. Everyone's fired up. It's the Grey Cup. And he looks at him, he's like, that's Keith Urban's uh, tour buses out there. And the girl's like, on her phone, she just looks at him, she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great, weird mic moment that I, I personally loved. Remember, elevators are weird dynamics, folks. <laughs> Don't be afraid to try new stuff out. Right. Because, A, you'll probably never see them again. Yep. Two, you have 7 to 12 seconds yep. to make an impression. Funniest thing was, three minutes later, speaking of impressions, we, we realized your fly was down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that happened. Anyway, all right. So, uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Back to the base. Let's win some pulls. Um, that elevator ride, I can't believe I actually <laughs> just relived that. Yeah, I know. With all my friends and <laughs> listeners. Sorry, it was so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, reporting, re reporting opinions as facts. That's our boy Weird Mike. But you know what? Uh, the fact is, your Weird Mike hit, your Weird Pick hit, by the way. Fact. L let's throw a party or something. It's been a while. Two uh, seasons, I think. It was the summer last time. I'll probably toss in a second pick this week to there, celebrate. There you go. Um, just cool. a little reminder for you guys for pools. If you didn't listen last week and if you don't know what pools are, uh, I know for the, a lot of you probably do. Uh, $700,000 is up for grabs, roughly. Uh, every week to everyone who goes perfect, picking not the point spreads, but just the winners of all of the games, Sunday and Monday. Uh, you share that, you know, 700 grand with everyone else who goes perfect. If nobody goes perfect, well, one wrong wins it. That's why it's called a pool. All the money's pooled together. Uh, I've won it about, about eight times, I think, maybe nine. Sometimes it's multiple thousands of dollars. And I quit my job as a bartender in Fanshawe and just drink a lot with the boys for like a week. Uh, and sometimes it's a couple hundred bucks, and sometimes it's even less. Uh, that's the way she goes. Try to pick a good dog, like we will this week. Bark. Uh, mucho picante. Mucho uh, spicy. I'm very spicy. We're going to need a spicy dog somewhere. Going down to Ecuador. Let's get a spicy dog to help, to help do it. Okay. Uh, okay, first game. First game. Carolina hosting Washington. I don't think this is the dog's day. I like Carolina a lot here. Yeah, a little spite spot. Uh, Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. At home. Must win. 
against a team that can barely score. Philadelphia at Miami. I know you like Fitzy. No, no. I mean, I know. This is Eagles. This is Eagles. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going Dallas Eagles. Dallas just lost. I'm going Eagles. They got a foothold back 100% in. Eagles. Okay. And also, Carson Wentz just had like the... Peter King mentioned he looked like he had the yips. Yeah, he just had like happy feet last week. I think he calms down a bit and uh, wins this game handily. Get out on the South Beach, or a little sand between the toes, Carson. You sure. Know? Although, you know what? He's, he's, he's a ginger, as, as Dewey's always reminded us. Uh, they don't like the sun. Packers at Giants. Pack. Pack. Oh, I'm going to tease the farb out of that game. <laughs> that's, Woo! that sounded kind of sexual. Uh, Huck, what are you doing this weekend, bro? Tennessee at Indy. Oh. Remember the Titans getting swallowed up into pools here this week. Remember the Titans. By the way, I just thought of something. I don't know if we mentioned this before, but you could grow a mustache and next Halloween, bring out a clipboard and a headset and go out as Mike Vrabel. Hey, there you go. He's got some bigger lats and shoulders than I do. In between your Domino's pizza uh, Yeah, I'm doing three out of every five. Uh, Hawk, I need your opinion. I, I like the Titans, especially with the Colts injuries, although I love the Colts coach. No starting tailback, Mac out. T.Y. Hilton, legit number one, out. And they don't win a lot of games without T.Y. Even if he doesn't have big games, he's a big part of that. I'm, I'm Titans, Huck. I don't even want to box it. You got to take the Titans. Love it. Talk about it. Hugh? Uh, I, are we coming back to that or are we taking it? No, like, look, Huck is a classic Titans fan. Okay, He's a fantastic producer. Huck Media, by the way. 7 Bay Street, right downtown. Uh... <laughs> Because it only takes them two games to get fooled. And that's been happening since the Air McNair area. Uh, Air McNair era. Uh, they get one game that they're not supposed to get. And, you know, you get fired up. Then they get one game that they should get, and normally they lose because of the Titans, but they win it last week against Jacksonville. And now they're convinced. I got a win in my left hand. I got a win in my right hand. When I put my teams together, I got, uh, I got a good team. But actually, I, I, they are rolling. They got that win that they're not supposed to get, that the Chiefs win. Then they win in their bye week, and then they pump a rival. Henry's healthy. Max out. T.Y.'s out. Love the coach, but uh, I think the Titans will win. Yeah, let's take them. Yeah, like, it's okay, Indy. You weren't supposed to be 10-6 and six world beaters. Yeah, you got left at the altar yeah, this year like, by Andrew Unluck. So, you know, everything's kind of balancing out. They had a bit of a hot start. That's some Andrew bad luck for you. <laughs> <laughs> we got Baltimore hosting the Niners. Game of the week. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I owe. Baltimore minus six, oh. and I like him. I put myself on this road trip on a two-week two week, uh, penalty from betting against the Ravens. I'm not picking them this week in, uh, in Hugh Picks because they're, you know, just a really tough game. I'm not picking them, but here at, at, on the road – Baltimore's at home, man. I mean, sorry, yeah, at home. Uh, we, do you want to come back to it? Come back to it. Come back to it. But, yo, just as we come back to it, uh, Baltimore cakewalked on Monday night. I know. Lamar didn't play in the fourth. Defense didn't have to do squat. Like, they're, they're, not, they're not coming in hobbled on a short week. The like Niners they, also pumped the Packers. But they, it was a game in the fourth still. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Anyway. Just something to put in your back pocket as we come back to it. I'm sitting down. It's hard to put stuff in my uh, back Oakland pocket. at KC. 
Love Oakland. Taking Kansas City. You got to take KC off the bye. Need them. Also, it's funny when you go on a bye week and everyone just forgets about you. Eh? Yeah. All these Super Bowl teams are getting thrown out. And Mahomes and Reed are looking at like, you know. Reed off a bye. You almost have forgot about Holmes. <laughs> this is a teaser spawned by Pools. Green Bay, KC. Tease, tease, tease. I'll post it. That's happening. I like that. Um, so we're both on KC. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville hosting Tampa. The who gives a shit Florida Bowl <laughs> coming to you from uh, Altel Arena there in Jacksonville. Yeah, medium dick Nick, which is what we're calling him because he when he's when he's a starter, only a medium penis. Uh, Against the recently eliminated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The wenches have. Walk the plank. <laughs> yeah, they're out. Saints clinch. It's just an explosive offense, though. I hate when the Bucks screw you. I'll box it because because Godwin, be Jameis, be Godwin, Jameis, and Mike Evans are fucking dangerous. Here's the other directions. We got coaches going in opposite directions. You got Doug Marone on his way out. I could tell. You got the you know, and then you got Bruce Arians. Yo, he's been hired to be here as long as he wants. He's he's a known offensive genius. He had to retire to, you know, leave leave Arizona. Yeah. Box. box. It. I'll box. Box it. We've been boxing Tampa. It's been working. Yeah, we it, don't know what's been happening. Right. Rams, Cardinals in the desert. See, I love I, I was early on Kyler Murray, early on Arizona being a good team with the with the air raid offense, which does work. But now everyone in the world's so down on the Rams. Everyone's so up on Arizona because they're reading now like about this late. So I think we're getting overvalue versus undervalue. Rams, Rams season for three. Rams season still alive. I, I don't think it's still alive. Where's it still alive? Three Mathematically, games back. it is They're three games back. Mathematically, it is. Yeah, box but, it. But, but okay, I'll box it. Box it. I'll box it. But something's Rams wrong were, with them. Yeah, they don't were just in the Super Bowl. They don't have. Yeah, you know it's real. They're still half an All Star team, though. You know it's, it's Jets at Cincy. And before you say Jets, because you you know you've yeah. been high on Rider Nation, now gangrene, right. sleeping into your little brain ears. And I always thought Le'Veon Bell is like half the offense you need if they just use him right. Since he is starting Andy Dalton back again. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you, Cincinnati? Okay, it is really hard to 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 tank in football because the coaches want to win to keep their jobs. The players want to perform well because they can lay some tape down Bonuses. And, and make some money. Bonuses or even just good tape so that money. Just m- money. Okay? <laughs> money. There's 16 games it's just not you can't tank. It's really hard to. Folks, don't sound like an idiot, especially early in the year when you're like, "Oh, this team's tanking." No, they're not. They rarely are ever. And everybody they know is always watching their games. Okay? You ever had an ex-girlfriend or something? Watching your game or a bunch of people you know or your girlfriend or whatever. Everybody's watching all the time. So it's hard to tank. They accidentally slipped into this thing. And it's not the NBA lottery. If you just lose the most amount of games, you get the first pick. That's how it works. And that is some value there. Uh, To be able to pick your next quarterback. You just decided Andy's not the guy. Finally. Jesus Christ. Finally. The best game he ever played for you was for Buffalo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now you go to Ryan Finley, not Kev's cousin, by the way. <laughs> Solid poker player. And golfer. Wow. Uh, 
you go to this rookie and he's losing naturally. He's not trying to lose. He's just not that good. You've stumbled into this. This couldn't have gone better for you at the exact moment your franchise needs a new quarterback. You are right now positioned to do it. You're not going to beat anybody. You've already told Andy Dalton, see you later. You've already signed the divorce papers, you know? Like, why are you bringing him back into the house? No, it's, see, that this game is not about Andy. I, I, first of all, Andy's getting a gift. Yeah. Because if Finley ran away with the job and we never saw Andy again, this guy might get spit out the bottom of the league or holding a clipboard at best, you know, like a Blake Bortles type of deal. Yeah. This guy's given a chance to get back on the field and show the league that he still belongs and can and be a starter. And it doesn't matter where we think or not. Like right. That's what he thinks. That's what he's been given, this opportunity. And it's really tough to go winless, like you said. Well, and, and the Bengals don't got many good shots hosting the Jets at home. I mean, like, where's your win going to come from? Cincinnati is in the same state as the most recent team to go 0-16. They're close enough to sort of smell that fart, you know? <laughs> and, like, you know, they got this weird parade. Like, it gets ugly, you know? And they don't want that over their in-state rival. They're in division rival. As in, we've never gone 0-16 at least. And they've decided on that over... Because I think... Actually accidentally tanking. Because the want from Dalton to win, to get from the... The want from Dalton to win for himself will propel the team to the win, which is what they so desperately want. Yeah, but the Jets the last three, four weeks have looked I, I really get good. It. Now, we, can't, we can't pick against the Jets. We box it or move on. We'll box it. All right. Boxing the Jets. Yeah. I don't want the Red Rocket to fuck us. Red Rocket, good boy at a TCU. <laughs> um, we're into another fuck soup game. Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Oh, that's some New England clam chowder. Yeah. That's some New England, which <laughs> I want to box. You want to just get out of the way Yeah, yeah box, the, box New England. Sunday Houston. nighter. I'm New not England picking Houston. against Superman from Clemson. There you go. Tom Shady, suck on that. He's pretty, I, New England's still going to win the game, I think. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is down Pouncey, starting center. Juju. Down Juju. Connor, starting tailback, doubtful. Yep. Uh, one of their second, one of their other receivers is out too. I forget his name. Weird vibe. They got the third string guy going in. Duck boys in. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Tallman calls him the duck too. Literally, when he announced he's the starter, he said, "We're gonna go with the duck." <laughs> That's what he called him. That's awesome. I, I like Cleveland here, but I'm I'm worried that we might get rally monkeyed here. They're gonna rally around this duck. <laughs> It'd be the rally duck. The rally duck. <laughs> I don't want to. And fuck the rally duck. All right. Look, I think Cleveland scores three offensive touchdowns. I think Pittsburgh scores a defensive touchdown because it's an emotional game on defense. That defense is real. And they'll get Baker once. I'll go but, but I think Pittsburgh, they just, who's scoring these points? Cleveland wins by not a lot. I'll, I'll roll with Cleveland. Yeah, I'll roll with him. We are fucking waist deep in it, eh? Waist <laughs> deep. Uh, Monday Nighter, Minnesota at Seattle. Oh, my favorite game. I love Seattle. Okay. L love Seattle. And I'll take always the home favorite in yes. pools so you can hedge any potential winnings 
on the visiting underdog. Hedge, by the way, means betting against your original pick because it's built up in value so much that you may as well. As in, if you have $100 down to win 1000 on like a five-game ticket or something, okay, uh, and there's that last game is Monday night, well, why even risk losing the 100 anymore? You can bet a couple hundred bucks on the other team and either come home with 700 or two. Or you can do a straight hedge in like 400 or 400. Yeah, anyway. Recap and pools. We're done it. Second time. Taking Carolina, Tennessee, Green Bay, Philly, KC, Chargers, Seattle, and Cleveland. We're coming back to Baltimore, San Fran. You're so, gonna, you're gonna. So is that the, the one game we haven't decided yet? It, it, do we have a box left? No, we oh. have to decide oh. Baltimore. Oh my god! So it's my my apology to Lamar. Yeah, you got. Does own this it, get man. complete? You got. You own it. This this. If I take the, him here, that completes the the circle. Oh man. Uh, Niners are good against mobile. Uh, Not in, good. Uh, struggle against pocket pa- They're good against pocket passers yes. because they get pressure up the gut right. and on the edges and, and close the pocket. But when you get out of the pocket, everything breaks down for them. So, yes, Breeze, Brady. Goff. Goff, Rodgers. Yep. Traditional. They're kind of changing the mold. We'll because, hit that spot, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's kind of by design. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. Get back on Lamar. Somebody's gonna figure out how to Somebody. stop how to stop this. Is it gonna be the Niners on the road? One o'clock on the ten a.m. Un- yeah. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Sorry, Lamar. I'm with you now. Let's roll with the Ravens. The flock accepts. Fuck you, Jimmy G. All right. <laughs> so we just put a cherry on it. Okay. Carolina, Tennessee, Baltimore, Green Bay, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers, Seattle. At home on Monday night, and we are boxing the the Sunday nighter, New England, Houston, Arizona, L.A., Cincy, and the Jets, because Dalton's going to serve up some fuck soup. And we're boxing the worst game of the day in North Florida, Jacksonville, Tampa. Medium Dick Nick versus the Wenches. Yeah, screw you. Don't want to watch it. See you later. By the way, Mike Evans and Godwin, number two and three receivers in the league right now in stats crazy i cannot wait till after and we're going to post that ticket folks across the insta page which i have lost privileges to yes um uh, a lot of face so for those of you that rejoin uh it'll be less weird (laughs) but uh, hopefully more profitable let's go with that right yeah yeah, more weird more more profit there you go more more, yeah we got some props for that uh big new england houston game coming up on sunday night I'm, ex- um, I'm excited for honors on the picks after your truth of the week. Yes. I went three and three Very last excited. week. Our Hugh picks are 39, 33, and two for the year. Hey. Giddy up. Uh, that's hard to do. Uh, but yeah, you got honors this week, finally. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like the, it feels like the, the 11th hole. It's like, all right, here you go, man. You go first. All right. I do like the teeth of a course. So, giddy up. Which is ironic because I usually don't wear my teeth on the course, but hey. I'm, I'm the most optimistic golfer in the world. I could go triple bogey, triple bogey, triple bogey, and still convince myself on hole number four that I'm going to have the best round of my life. You know, again, just got to par out a couple birdies. <laughs> um, yeah. One thing, we talked about the Browns game. Man, last week on the rundown, mentioned Miles Garrett being lucky. Never really got to it. Just one thought that I didn't hear all week from any sports talk. Miles Garrett is so lucky 
when he hit Mason Rudolph, who looked like a little bitch, by the way, <laughs> I'm just running around. Hey, give me that back. Come on, man. Come on, sir. Uh, he's so lucky that when he, that he hit him with the one part of the helmet that was a little bit squishy. Because, man, football helmets are really heavy. And with that much momentum, with that overhand hammer swing he did. Like Thor. Yeah. That literally could have cr- damaged his spine, like, career over. Now, we're instead of an indefinite suspension, you're getting sued in federal court, like a civil suit. Like the same sort of thing that Bertuzzi faced. And Bertuzzi faced assault as well. Uh, Bertuzzi versus Moore. Mason Rudolph's career could have been ended, and now Rudolph would have sued him for all of his projected career earnings. Well, according to Tomlin, that wouldn't have been that much. But that it <laughs> took one more week to prove that. True. At the time, he was still the, maybe the next starter of the Steelers. Not so much anymore. Imagine that. Anyway, you're lucky, Miles Garrett, and uh, don't do that, man. That was fucked up. All right. I watched two quarterbacks play yesterday, play on different teams, uh, one won, one lost, and they are the same fucking guy, but they are being treated absolutely differently. And I'll get to that. Am I true, Louie? Hey. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, folks. Truth of the week is that expectations affect value, and they shouldn't. Okay, because you're really just supposed to be judging who's good and who's not. After you've, you know, uh, let's say you go to some place that's just like some shitty, de- you know, diner, and you order the steak, and man, it was like ten bucks, but it fucking tastes delicious. All right, and then you go to a steakhouse, and you're so fired up about that cheap steak that ended up being amazing. You go to some beauty steakhouse, you order like the seventy dollar T-bone, you know, and it's disappointing. What are you more fired up about? What are you going home and telling people about? But which steak was actually better? That $70 steak was probably better. But the value's all fucked up because of what you paid for it. Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Fourth round pick? Fourth round pick? Fifth round pick? Uh, Fourth or fifth. Fourth round pick, I believe. Out of uh, Mississippi State. The Dallas Cowboys got him for nothing. So the the expectations on Dak have always been so low. And he smashed them. Smashed them. Mitch Trubisky of the Chicago Bears, picked number two overall. Overpicked, if you, almost obviously now. So his expectations were astronomical. He's the number two pick of the draft over Mahomes and Watson, which aren't fair measuring sticks anymore. But that's what he's compared to because he was picked above them. One guy is being labeled a bust. And, you know, maybe, maybe not the guy anymore. Trubisky, right? The whole world's shitting on Trubisky, and rightfully so, hasn't played that well. Everyone two weeks ago was ready to give Dak Prescott $200 million to be the franchise quarterback of America's team. That's easy to say when it's not your team, okay? <laughs> but Jerry isn't doing what just you're, you're supposed to do. Okay? Because that's his $200 million. So it's only his. But you line up these two quarterbacks, okay? Both of them. Not the most precise throwers. Not the best guy. Not the guy that you want to have on third and eight throwing the ball. Not the guy that you want down two and a half touchdowns to a good team. Because as we saw yesterday against the Bills, it's over. You both need good schemes. Okay? You both need 
a good supporting cast. Dak's got Zeke and the best O-line ever. And now a good defense. He lacks a good coach and kind of a good scheme. Okay? Trubisky's got Nagy and, and that Andy Reid offense that produced these six touchdown games from Trubisky last year. But, man, you line up Trubisky. You put Trubisky in Dallas. You put Dak Prescott in Chicago. Would you even be able to tell the difference? Besides that one of them doesn't look like Randall Cobb. Okay? I'm just saying, expectations, i got to be thrown out the window when you're actually assessing that second contract. When someone asks you which steak was better, regardless of whether you paid $10 for the one that felt like it was $20, or you paid $70 for the one that felt like it was $40, the $40 steak's still better. All right? Now, these two players are the same, but the expectations have been all mixed up. So Trubisky's not necessarily a bust, and Dak Prescott is not a $200 million quarterback. But uh, because one of them blew the expectations out of the water, and the other one hasn't rung up to them, you're seeing them differently. But really, they're the same fucking guy. And I wouldn't pay either of them $200 million. You both need a quarterback, Chicago and Dallas. And those are two of America's teams, and they're in trouble. And they're playing each other next week. Thursday. Indeed. Garrett needs all the time in the world just to get his face back because he ate it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> solid, uh, solid parallel. Yeah, giddy up. Uh, well, won my props tickets last night. Pretty fired up about that. Uh, <laughs> Julio Jones did not play and did not see that, so I got the push. But I got Devonta Freeman over 42 and a half yards rushing. And uh, Jared Cook... Always a great, great pick. His, I don't know why his yards are always down. Sometimes they just don't use him, but when they do use him, man, he goes over. So look for that. We'll post some props picks for the Houston game and New England game. And uh, without any further ado, let's get into our uh, picks. Uh, Weird Mike. You were about to say I Hugh was picks. about to say Hugh picks, but then I remember okay. you got honors. I've been take in the out tank that, so long. Take out that seven iron. Here's a par five. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five and eight on the year. Calgary, 5.8. Told you it was coming back. Giddy up. 5 and 8. Finally, off the Schneid. What's uh, up, Schneid, wherever you are? Thanks to those Cowboys, but still firmly and in my heart, hashtag fuck Dallas. Uh, weird pick coming at you. Back to 500, we climb. Two picks this week. Short and sweet. Packers roll in the Big Apple. Embarrassed on Sunday night football. Everybody saw that. The game was over. Oh, man. Anyway, good team, blown out. Great spot to get right for the Packers at the Meadowlands. They've tossed in Danny Dimes, you know. He really is a Manning. Okay, both of them sucked their first year. Both of them had a glimmer of sparkle in yeah, those you rookie take, years. Yeah, you take out that Tampa game. He's had an awful yes. rookie year. So, uh, you know, that's a project. They've committed to it. Now's not the time. That stadium's half empty because that's a beatdown. Look at that alt line, folks. Packers minus six and a half. Weird pick number one. Green Bay minus six and a half at the suddenly hapless Giants. Yeah. You know what? His nickname's Danny Dimes. His eyes are so close together. I know we talked about this before. Like Danny Nichols. They got to work on separating them. I would call them Diclops. <laughs> Anyway, uh, like Danny Nichols, because that's all he's really throwing. Look, I, again, I agree here because the Packers should smoke them. One thing that worries me, again, the, the, the Giants, the Giants got a bad defense. 
Stunned. They're a sieve. The Packers aren't throwing the ball down the field. They're gonna. It's they're, all come. It's all coming back. I hope so. And I said it's all coming back. Just they, they're doing this dink and dunk. Like Aaron, you, you're, you're. Aaron, you always complained how you know uh, McCarthy was the one holding you back. Well, fucking let it go, well, buddy. They're eight and three. Like they're yeah. not. They're not. You know, doormats. I know. Here. I'm just saying. You know, they ran into a buzzsaw with that Niners pass rush. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yep. Packers six and a half. Lock it up. Second pick, talked into courtesy of the pool section. Now a fixture on look who's talking. The fucking Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody <laughs> goes winless, or almost nobody. And it's three and a half, and they're at home. And you're right, they might not win it. But, you know, last call, Andy Dalton. Uh, any lead in the pencil, that's worth a few shekels from Weird Mike. Okay? That's how I like to see it. And... I'm going to take it. Three and a half. Sure, Jets are, you know, we all knew they weren't that bad. But they're not this good, folks. Okay? Oakland just dropped the ball, laid an egg, didn't show. Pick your superlative. Yeah. Um, That's not the real Jets. 34-17, high step into the end zone just after half. Okay? (laughs) Bengals, three and a half. The coach wants it. The owner wants it. And we know Andy Dalton Second chance, worth a few shekels. I hear you, man. I don't know. The, <laughs> let me tell you something, okay? Not a lot, it's hard to go 0-16, but when you do, you're probably from Ohio. <laughs> uh, it's happened before. It can happen again. And uh, I'm sure there might be some Jets fans, look who's talkers, who are telling you, yo, they're playing some real football right now. Okay, take away the New England game. And they've been playing real football since, that, since they beat the Cowboys. Again, they got Le'Veon Bell, the best receiving threat, running back in the league. Bar none. Uh, you got Sam Darnold, the first guy to go out, you know, banging some girl in a New York City nightclub since Joe Namath. It's about time a New York quarterback did some New York quarterback shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Get some more tail, Darnold. Yeah, good for you. You got mono. You know, I don't think you can get it again, can you? Load management, bro. <laughs> it's all good, man. Sam Darnold, the new, the New York type of load management. <laughs> Weird Mike's favorite kind uh, of load management. I don't know. I wouldn't be nutting up on the Bengals. I'm gonna tell you. How about I, that for I, I, load not, management? Hey, folks, I'm not nutting up. <laughs> so I'm sprinkling. So, <laughs> so you're saying this is in my picks? No, I. I'm but don't, s- but don't bet on it. No, no. I, I said it's worth a few shekels. Well, a few shekels. AKA, I'm gonna sprinkle. Smash the Packers, sprinkle the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. And uh, that climbed to 500. By the way, games. the black cat rule. Remember that? Uh, oh, sorry. You, you didn't see this. Uh, I saw this on NFL memes uh, on Instagram. Uh, great follow, by the way. Tell me. Since the black cat showed up at MetLife Stadium in New York during the Cowboys-Giants Sunday night game, okay, no team named after a cat has won. I think they're 0-9 or maybe even 0-12. Swear to God, check it out. The Bengals yes. have not won in three weeks. Correct. The Jaguars oh, wow. have not won in three weeks. And The Carolina Panthers are on a three-game losing streak. How you doing? The black cat wow. is real. I love that. I love that cat. And all, all right. those uh, all those cats have a little black in them. The Panthers are blue and black. Yep. The Jaguars are also blue. And oh, black. it's 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 twelve and zero. Oh, the okay. Lions, the Lions, the Lions. Bro, that's fucking crazy. Four teams zero and three since that little since black that cat scored a touchdown. 
Oh my god. That's great, that little pussy. <laughs> that's that's something, man. Yep. That's that's something. I'm still not changing my pick because it's got three and a half, but very bizarre. Picking against the pussy. Don't agree with it. All right, cube of the Obi Trice. It's time for you picks. You All right, brought to you by the wonderful people of all four floors of Huck Media. Uh, this is Obi Trice. This is the setup. You love it. We love it. Giddy up. Uh, it's actually about a dude noticing his chick was cheating on him, and uh, just him started parading her around anyway. Yeah, I like lyrics. <laughs> we are 39, 33, and 2 for the season. Fired up. Still picking good. Still picking hot. We've been 3-3 three and three the last week. Haven't lost any money. Haven't won you any either. We're going to change that. Let's follow us on Instagram. Won you two picks in the Lions-Bears game almost instantaneously. Thank you, Mr. Blau. Mr. Blau. All right. Our gold pick this week. I love it. I am taking the Seattle Seahawks minus three on Monday night. It is the week of minus three because I love all these games. Okay, minus three is nice. Uh, you can get the push if you're wrong, or I'm sorry, if you're slightly wrong. I like the Seahawks here as a classic Kirk Cousins primetime game against a good team. His record is ridiculous. You think they'd be making it up, but he's like 0 and 120. I have made that up. Uh, versus good teams in prime time. I think even just in prime time. I like, uh, I got a better quarterback here. I got a better team. I got Jadevian Clowney uh, making some noise on the outside. I guess not really a mobile quarterback. Thielen's still hurt. Uh, even if he does play, he's hurt. And uh, I just, I don't like, I like, I think that Seattle crowd mixes up their checks and balances before the snap. And uh, look, the Vikings are really good at, at home. They're a really good home team. I don't like them on the road, especially against good teams. Seattle's rolling right now. Uh, they'll, they just find ways to win. They're going to win this game. Take Seattle, minus three. Love it. Uh, if we go, might go three and a half, might not, but uh, take it at the three. Don't take a chance. And again, if you're online, buy the half point. Jesus Christ. But we're taking it at three. I am taking the Los Angeles Chargers in Denver. Okay, Denver's starting the rookie quarterback, who I actually like Drew Locke, but this is not Missouri my friend okay this is the los angeles chargers and even though they don't have fans they have a defense that defense is coming at you bosa on the side okay and we got derwin james back in at safety one of the best young safeties in the league uh you're gonna have some trouble my friend so i don't like you guys to score points you had trouble against the bills you're gonna have trouble against the chargers and i think rivers and company know this is their last chance they're Still mathematically in to get that wild card. And uh, they know it. It's a good team, veteran team, and they're healthy. They got their left tackle back as well, that monster. He's not quite a Wyoming farm tank, but he's pretty darn good. So take the Chargers, minus three on the road in Denver. All right, I'm taking the New England Patriots, minus three at Houston. Yep, uh, they win football games. That's what they do, okay? They lose about uh, 10% of the games that Bill Belichick has ever coached. And they have never, and Bill Belichick has never lost to Bill O'Brien, the head coach of the Texans. Now, I feel like these teams are pretty close, to be honest. I like Deshaun Watson. I like the Houston team. Missing J.J. Watt. They haven't missed him yet because they haven't faced New England, okay? You're going to miss him in a game like this. So, uh, I just like Bill O'Brien to be outcoached in an otherwise even game. Similar to what we just watched New England do uh, in New England against Dallas. So I'm not saying New England shit kicks, shit kicks them, but at minus three, I'll take them. Uh, just basically almost coach versus coach. And uh, New England wants that buy. They need that buy. 
They, they are the team that goes into the details with an extra week to prepare. They can beat anybody. They shut down the best offense in the league last year uh, in the Rams in the Super Bowl. Shut them down. So uh, I like it. They want that buy. They're working for that buy. Minus three is a tasty number for a team that wins all the time. If you like money, you like New England. All right. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers minus 10. I rarely, like like my buddy the Herd, who I love with, I wish he was my buddy. Uh... I rarely take big spreads. Double-digit spreads I generally stay away from. This particular game, I like. Uh, even before I heard other, other people take it, uh, I really like this one. We're doing our show a bit later in the week. I couldn't help it this week. I did hear other picks. Uh, normally, which is nice about releasing our, our picks early, is that I know I didn't listen to anybody else's picks and no one else makes their picks that early. So I like it. Minus 10, Carolina destroys Washington this week. Okay? Destroys them. Uh, 30 to 10. Take it. Carolina Panthers. Love it. All right, I'm taking the Seahawks and Vikings under 50. Okay? Under. I don't like the Vikings to score a lot of points here. I don't. I like Mike Zimmer to actually shut down Seattle's offense early in the game. I smell a slow-starting Monday nighter. Both teams, an important game to both of them, especially the Vikings' playoff chances. And I just think both teams are going to play careful football, no going forward on fourth and two and fourth and three football. Trust your defense football. Vikings like to run. That takes the clock. 50's too many. Uh, I like it. Stay away from overtime, please. <laughs> Seattle loves overtime. Sure do. And, and you know what? So do we, the viewers. But, uh, okay. And I'm taking the Niners over 46 and a half. All right? I like the Ravens to be able to score points as they've proven... <laughs> Uh, to everyone in the world, not just me, the last seven games, they are scoring at an astronomical rate. It's ridiculous. It's great. And no one's ever done this since, like, the 70s, just running the football. Okay? And the reason it's working is the thing that Tyrod Taylor couldn't do with Greg Roman's offense when he was offensive coordinator of the Bills is stretch the field with, with deep balls, which really helps that run because you want to bring everyone up in the box, Lamar can throw it over your head. Okay? He's not the most accurate thrower outside the hashes. And you don't want them throwing on third and eight. That's why they run, which is crazy, but it's working. Uh, either way, I don't think either of these defenses can totally stop either of these offenses. Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius. And uh, whatever Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson are doing is working. Lamar runs a 4-2, and they have an extra blocker because he's the quarterback. So uh, it's working. And uh, over, 46 and a half. Love it. Those are your picks. We got the Seahawks, minus three. We got the Chargers, minus three. We got the New England Patriots, minus three. <laughs> Smell a trend here. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, minus 10. That's all favorites, by the way, this week. Four weeks ago was the week of the dog. And the Seahawks Vikings, over 50. And the Ravens Niners, over, sorry. Seahawks Vikings, under 50. And the Ravens Niners, over 46 and a half. Giddy up. You! Um, I just got some primetime numbers for you. Kirk Cousins is 0-7 on Monday Night Football. There you go. In his career, and he's 4-23. Correction, 5-23. I like that! <laughs> versus teams with winning records. Wow. With both the skins and the purple people eaters. You literally can't make this shit up. Sometimes truth sounds weirder than fiction, you know? Like, that, that sounds like fake numbers, even just by accident. <laughs> Love the Ravens, Niners over. Uh, always betting totals. We should uh, inform our audience. Not that they maybe don't already, but get some weather checks. Yes. Especially in a place like Seattle. Yes. 
uh, in a standalone game. You know, you could always check it out. That's a really nice way for Mike to say to me and remind me of my horrible overpick in the New England-Dallas game. I actually picked it a very high percentile last weekend. I went three on three of my picks, won a tasty spread out in Calgary. Tasty. Very tasty. Oh, if the Packers had covered, oh, it would have been even tastier. But, uh, yeah, Uh, a lot of money won in Calgary. I was was red hot. And then I picked the over in Dallas-New England and was not fully aware of how bad the weather really was. So uh, I always check the weather. Check the weather for I knew that before this weekend, but hey, we were, we were uh, I was pretty drunk. Going to be some sloppy up and down the eastern seaboard, so check your weathers when betting totals, folks. All right. Uh, man, fired up. A lot of good games. What are you most excited for this weekend? I'm excited to watch every game at Centennial Studios with uh, the Sunday crew. Fired up. That's what I'm excited about. I really don't like any one specific game. Like to watch more. I just, I just want it all, and I want it now. Everyone's fired up for Niners Ravens, and like, yeah, so am I. It's a big game, but Baltimore during the day on TV, it's this weird shadowy stadium, like a purple Gotham City or I something. Got a, I got a little weird feeling about that game that both of those teams aren't gonna want to show all everything to each other about how to beat that type of team. I don't know. I feel like, sure, it's a big game, but it doesn't really mean a lot to, like, buys and stuff aside. Like, both teams are going to the playoffs. Both teams are there. But do you want to fire all your guns against your top team? Maybe a Super Bowl opponent. They don't take their foot. Remember, you got to think that long term. They don't take their foot off the gas. I think that's more of a Harbaugh thing, just holding a few bullets in the chamber with Lamar and the gang. I could see... Harbaugh's been in the game long enough, especially against Belichick, to be like, don't show the whole playbook. Like, we win the game, sure, if we need to, but, like, I want a couple of my fourth down plays, like, saved. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But but, but playoff implications are huge in this game. The Ravens, okay, they want that bye. Because if they become... If they don't get the bye and they be, they're the third team in the AFC, you know who they might face? The Steelers. And the Steelers shut down Lamar pretty well in that game. A couple of picks. They have an amazing defense. And also Steelers-Ravens, they just know each other really well. They don't want to play the fucking Steelers. So you take the bye. Steelers probably lose to anybody else. And then you, you, know, you, you see, see how you roll. So I'm excited for it all. I'm excited for it. Hey, it was a weird shadowy stadium, but uh, it's going to be a good weekend of football. Let us know if you want to play our pools ticket. Weird Mike will try to find out where you live and collect 5%. Uh, you can invite him in. He might be in his batandis. Or, is that what you call them? Mutandis. <laughs> there you go. His underwear. Uh, he likes to not wear pants on Sunday, so we apologize. But, uh, yeah, have fun. Uh, be safe. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. If you got some turkey left, throw that shit on a sandwich, open face, pour it, some gravy on it. And uh, in honor of Huck's mustache and our pools ticket, let's go Titans. Don't fucking Jeff Fisher us. That shit's over. Uh, on behalf of Weird Michael, uh, we did a CFL Minute, so that was for you, B.O.G., our brother of weights. By the way, uh, and a big shout-out to team, I, team at I Will and all of our Look Who's Talkers for raising money for the Toronto Rehab Foundation. That was incredible, man. That kind of was a bit of the lead buried myself. Look at us doing good shit, okay? We used to just, uh, anyway, gross you out in the first eight minutes and give you a couple winning picks. Now we're helping out some good shit, and uh, it's all because of you Look Who's Talkers. We'll see you next week. Let's go, Buffalo. Oh, mama, down by 
the river Oh, you know I'm a sinner Oh, sinner for love Living life like a heart attack When the blood starts pumping You can't go back And I never met a woman I've loved that I Oh, sinner for love.